Let's pray. God, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you, God, for allowing our golden days to roll on just a little while longer. Thank you for being so good to us. Lord, I ask now that you look beyond my faults, flaws, and my fatigue. Use me one more time tonight to feed your people. We thank you in advance. It's in Jesus' name that the blessed people of God said amen. Come on, can you help me give God a hand clap of praise on tonight? Amen. Can you help me honor God? Amen. Once again, amen. Let me express my gratitude and thank you to Dr. Wilson for one, your hospitality and thank you for allowing me to come. There are so many preachers who could have been here uh, and I do not take it for granted that you're inviting me to come to share and I want to thank you all for uh, great worship all week long. Thank you for the spirit of hospitality, the spirit of excellence. We thank you Reverend Deb. God bless you. Good to see you again tonight. Uh, I don't mean to be selfish, but I've been blessed this week. Amen. Amen. I've enjoyed my time just sharing, uh, spending time with Dr. Williamson. Amen. I treasure these moments, and I thank God for each and every night. And I want to publicly say thank you so much uh, for these days and just being able to just lay in bed and watch sports. And amen. It's been a wonderful couple of days. I thank God uh, for a friend and brother, Pastor Sean Jones, who's here with us. Thank you uh, for your presence on tonight. Amen. I want to thank God even for those who have been watching virtually. Amen. We thank God. Amen. I want to call your attention tonight. When it's last night, I want to go to the book of Genesis, and I want to go to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis uh, chapter 26. And I'm going to read... Uh, a lengthy passage, amen, in your hearing, but I want to make sure you get the context. Genesis uh, chapter 26, and I'm going to read verses 12 through 22 in your hearing. And again on tonight, I'm reading from the New International Version, but I encourage you to read from whatever version you may have, amen. This is the word of God. Isaac planted crops in that land, and in the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man came, the man came uh, became rich, and wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug, up, dug in, the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You've become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there, and he camped in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had gave them. Isaac's service dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the herders of Gerar quarreled, and those of Isaac and said, the water is ours. So he named the well Isaac because they disputed with him. Then they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So he named it Sitna. He moved on from there. 
and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land. You may be seated in the presence of our God. For the time next month, I just want to preach, keep digging. Amen. If you and your neighbor on speaking terms, can you look at somebody and tell them, keep digging, keep digging. Keep, keep, whatever you do, don't, don't, don't stop digging. Church, our text for tonight is a story of an event that takes place on a life in the time of a man by the name of Isaac. And although Isaac is sometime or often overlooked, he is a very important person in biblical history. For those who've been to Sunday school, you know that Isaac is the son of Abraham and he's the son of, of the, his wife, Sarah. Uh, this is the son of the promise. This is the son that they had at an old age. We also know that Isaac, we know Isaac because this is the child whom God told Abraham to take up to Mount Moriah and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. Isaac is the father of those twin boys, Esau and Jacob. And he's also know that Jacob was the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. Isaac was an important person in the biblical faith and our history. When you read his story, there are many lessons you can learn from the life of Isaac. But because of time, I only want to focus on the lesson that's presented in our text today. In this story, Isaac teaches us that we should never allow anything or anybody to stop us from pursuing what God has for us. He teaches us that we should never let anything or anybody block our blessings. And church, this is an important lesson because people will try to block your blessings. Amen, somebody. Yeah, yeah, people will try to stop you from possessing what God says belong to you. But Isaac teaches us that no matter what people do, don't ever let anybody stop you from possessing what God says belongs to you. And in other words, church, Isaac teaches us on tonight that if you're going to be blessed, if you're going to prosper, if you're going uh, to get to new blessings, you've got to press beyond all the obstacles and roadblocks that people will put in your way. And that's exactly what Isaac did in our text today. Let me give you the context so you understand the content. The Bible uh, lets us know that right before Abraham died, he left Isaac in an inheritance. He gave everything he owned to his son and he left Isaac with a major blessing. But not only did he give Isaac a major blessing, the Bible lets us know he also gave him the burden of taking care of his family. He gave Isaac an inheritance and Isaac's job was to make sure that his family had everything they need. Now Isaac uh, really didn't have a problem with that because the Bible lets us know that his father left him a major inheritance. So all he had to do was maintain what his father gave him and make sure that his sheep and and 
cattle continued to produce. And for years, this wasn't a problem. For years, everything was going according to plan. But the Bible lets us know that there came a famine in the land. And because of this famine, all of his resources started to diminish. Because of this famine, his financial stability started to waver and it became a challenge for Isaac to take care of his family and the cattle or herds that his father left him. So Isaac did what many of us would have done. Isaac packed up his stuff and he got his family and he was getting ready to leave the land where he was. Yes, and the reason, matter of fact, Isaac decided he was going to do exactly what his daddy did and that is go down to Egypt because Egypt had everything they needed to survive. So Isaac was about to leave the place where he was and go to a place where he could provide for his family and he would not have to struggle to survive. But but the text says as Isaac was on his way to Egypt that the Lord appeared to Isaac Isaac, and said don't go to Egypt. I want you to stay right where you are. Uh, God, God said, Isaac, uh, God said, Isaac, I, I, I know it's a severe famine in the land, and I know you're worrying about how you're going to survive and how you're going to take care of your problem, pro, pro, family, but Isaac, don't run away from your problems. Uh, I, I want you to stay in the land uh, because I'm going to be with you, uh, and I'm going to bless you. Now, now, that's a strange request, church, that a famine is in the land, which means there's no rain, there's no water, and because there's no water, there's no harvest, there's no crops, there's no growth, there's no productivity. I mean, a famine hit, and everything is dry and desolate, but God says stay where you are. God says, no, God didn't tell him to leave. God says, Isaac, I want you to stay where you are. I know you you want to run to something better. I, I know you want to go to a place that's flourishing, but Isaac, I want you to stay in this dry and desolate land because I'm going to bless you right where you are. He says, I know it's dry, but Isaac, can you trust me enough uh, to stay in a dry place? Uh, Isaac, uh, not only am I going to bless you in a dry place, uh, I'm going to bless your family, and I'm going to give you land uh, that I promise. Y'all don't mind me teaching the Bible, do you? He says, I want you to stay where you are, and if you stay where you are, Isaac, uh, I'm going to make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. I'm going to bless you. But Isaac, what I need you to do is trust me right where you are. I need you to trust me enough to stay planted in a place that's having some major problems. And the Bible says in verse number six that Isaac stayed. Lord have mercy. And I know church that doesn't sound like much but it was major to me because in spite of the famine, in spite of how bad things look, Isaac took God at his word uh, and Isaac stayed right there. Yes, Isaac took God at his word uh, and he stayed in a dry and desolate place. Uh, and I've learned
Christian church that sometimes uh, God will tell you to stay in some uncomfortable places uh, just to see if you trust him as much as you say you do. Yes, sometimes God will still tell you to stay in a dry place just to see if your faith is stronger than your famine. Because anybody can trust God in the good season. Yeah, Anybody can trust God when things are going good. Anybody can trust God when you're prospering and you're productive. But the question is, can you trust God when things get tight? Can you trust God when your back is against the wall? Can, can you trust God when you have more bills than you have money? Can you trust God when you're struggling and don't know where your next blessing going to come from? God says, I know you can trust me when you have favor, but the question is, can you trust me in the midst of a famine? Huh? Yes, God said, Isaac, don't run away from the famine. I, I need you to trust me in the famine. Huh? And y'all, the Bible says that Isaac stayed right there and because he stayed right there, God blessed him in a mighty way. Yes, because he did what God told him to do. God gave him favor and I wish I had a witness in this place and can I just encourage somebody real quick, when you trust God in a famine God will give you favor. Do I have a witness in this place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you trust God in the midst of your famine. Uh, matter of fact, when you trust God in the pandemic, uh, God will give you favor in spite of the pandemic. Uh, yes, matter of fact, uh, when you trust God, uh, God will give you a good season uh, when everybody else around you having a bad season. Uh, God will give you an increase uh, when folk around you are suffering from decrease. Uh, and that's all I want to tell somebody, that if you can trust God in your season of famine, God will give you some uncommon favor. Lord, have mercy. Matter of fact, people will look at you and all they can say, it must be God. I don't know how in the world you're making it when everybody else is struggling. I don't know how in the world y'all still doing fight ministry when some churches closing their doors. When you trust God in a famine, God will give you favor. And the Bible says he stayed. And because he stayed, y'all, God blessed him in a mighty way. But Dr. Williamson, as I was reading this text, I want you to know that that wasn't the only reason Isaac got blessed. Yeah, I mean, y'all, he got blessed because he stayed. But the second reason he got blessed, Deacons, is because he sold. Y'all... Y'all tired tonight? Here it is. He got blessed because he stayed, uh, but he also got blessed because he sold. Can the church say he sold? Come on, come on, help me preach a little bit. Yeah, y'all now, and that's what you call faith. In the midst of a famine uh, with no water, uh, limited resources, Isaac didn't get stingy with God. Uh, the Bible says he sold in the land. Uh, when the famine hit y'all, he didn't stop tithing. Isaac started tithing. Uh, y'all, he sold and the Bible says because he sold in the same year he reaped a hundredfold everybody else suffering from the famine but Isaac got blessed in the midst of the famine y'all he matter of fact people struggling trying to find out how they gonna survive and Isaac had plenty and can I tell somebody tonight that if you're going through a 
dry season, that's a good time to sow. Lord, have mercy. If you're struggling right now, if you're trying to figure out how you're going to make it, that's a good time to sow. If you're suffering from lack, if you got to rob Peter just to pay Paul, that's a good time to sow because the Bible says God is not mine. Whatsoever you sow, you show. Oh, I wish I had a weakness in this place. And can I tell you why it's a good time to sow? Because when you sow, your harvest is greater than your seed. Can y'all help me, a priest? Tell somebody, sow it. Isaac was blessed because he sold y'all and check this out y'all he sold and God gave him increase uh, I mean the brother y'all became rich Lord. no matter of fact y'all he became wealthy he had that Dr. Edward Williamson money Lord have mercy he had that long y'all ain't gonna help me preaching here he had that long money my God uh, and y'all he had so much money y'all watch this the Bible says the Philistines envied him he was so blessed. Uh, Pastor Challenger, they despise him. Uh, now, you know you got it going on. Other folks start getting mad. <laughs> you, 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 you know you, you, you blessed when folk that don't even know you start hating on you. You, you know you balling when people start getting upset. The Philistines envied him, y'all. And, and this shouldn't be a shock to anybody because you do know that some folk will envy you when God start blessing you. Come on, am I preaching to anybody in this place? Some folk will start hating on you when God start elevating you and opening doors for you and blessing you because everybody don't want to see you blessed. Uh, everybody not happy when you get blessed. Uh, and that might explain why some folks stop calling you like they used to. That, that, that might explain why people don't text you. As a matter of fact, some of your so-called friends start acting funny and don't want to be around you no more because everybody can't handle you being blessed. And if you don't know who they are, I dare you just start talking about what God is doing in your life. Just start talking about how God is blessing you and check and see who start acting funny because everybody can't handle what God is doing in your life. But if people start acting funny that's their issue not yours uh, don't ever sit on your testimony because other people don't like it if you don't like what God is doing in my life you need to talk to God about it because it ain't my fault I'm blessed it ain't my fault he giving me favor it ain't my fault he's giving me stuff I don't deserve everybody can't handle you being blessed yo Isaac got blessed and, 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 and the Philistines got upset. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Now, now, now uh, Pastor Jones, uh, they didn't met, they, they wasn't worried about him when he was struggling. But when God started favoring him, that's when they had a problem with him. By, 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 matter of fact, and watch this. When God started blessing you, uh, some people going to envy you and try to stop you. Because the Bible says, y'all, that, that the Philistines went and filled up the wells with dirt. They, they, they got jealous of him, and they tried to stop the access because he had favor that God gave him water and wells when everybody else was struggling. And they got mad, and they went and filled up. They, they, they went and filled it up. Listen, uh, God bless Isaac, and here it is. Uh, can I tell you that jealousy will make you do some dumb things? It's a famine in, y'all don't mind me teaching, do you? It's a famine in the land. 
everybody's struggling for water. God blessed Isaac with wells of water. They jealous of him. So they take some dirt and fill up the wells. Okay. Everybody struggling for water. It's a famine in the land. God blessed Isaac with some water and wells. And because they jealous of him, they take some dirt, fill up the wells to stop Isaac from having water. Instead of being nice to Isaac, they hate no Isaac. And they go fill up the wells. But what they didn't understand is not only are you cutting him off, you cutting your... Lord have mercy. You trying to hurt me, but you really hurting yourself. Do I have a witness in this place? And that's why you got to be careful how you treat me because I might be your next blessing. Do I have a witness in this place? Can you turn and tell somebody you better be careful how you treat me because I might be your next blessing. Hey, they go and fill up the wells. <laughs> and, and, and to add insult to injury, Abimelech, the, the church folk. Oh, have mercy. I'm having fun by myself tonight. Say, you too powerful for us. We need you to leave. And, and, and y'all, I, I thought Isaac was going to fuss with him. I thought Isaac was going to go back and forth, but the Bible says he gathered his family and left. Isaac said, I refuse to stay somewhere where I'm not appreciated. Listen, if you don't see how much of a blessing I am, that's your issue, not mine. It cannot preach about five people tonight. You ain't got to stay places where people don't appreciate you. You ain't got to make nobody love you, affirm you, accept you. If you don't know who I am, you better recognize because when you get rid of me, you just got rid of your next blessing. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they stopped up the wells. They forced Isaac out the land. And they, they, they were trying to eliminate his wealth. And the Bible says he got up and he left there and went to Gerar. Now, 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 here it is. The text says when he went to the next place, he kept on digging. And, and when he kept digging, he found some new wells. Uh, Y'all, yo, yo, here it is. Uh, uh, he didn't fuss with the people. He just moved on and kept on digging. Uh, and then, y'all, they forced him out of the first land. Uh, and then when he found some fresh water, the same people came to him again, uh, fussing, talking about this is our land. Uh, and Isaac, y'all, uh, wasn't a member uh, of Star of Bethlehem. Uh, you, you can tell he was a member of Bethel uh, because Isaac did didn't even lay hands on him. Isaac said, I'm not going to fuss with you. I'm going to move on because if God provided for me here, he can provide for me somewhere else. And every time Isaac got into a jam or every time he got a new blessing, people came and tried to stop him. And every time him and his men found some fresh water, y'all, they came and they kept pushing him. But Isaac kept on digging.
digging. Isaac says, I refuse to let people stop me. I refuse to let confusion stop me. Every time you put something in my way, I'm going to keep on digging. And the more you dig, the more blessings going to come. And the Bible says in verse 22 that this time they move nobody mess with them and he called that place Rehoboth and y'all I like that because that says every time you dig if you move on God I'll give you something better than you had before because the first place he dig was small but God gave him to a new place that was bigger and better but I would have never went to bigger and better if you wouldn't have messed with me when I was in small so maybe God is allowing somebody to mess with you over here because he has something better for you do me a favor tell somebody keep on digging no keep on digging i know they getting on your nerves but keep on digging i know you sick and tired of being sick and tired but keep on digging i know you tired of fighting but keep on digging and when you keep digging that means don't give up don't get tired keep on pressing keep on praying keep on serving keep on going whatever you do keep on digging because watch this there's a blessing on the other side of your burden keep digging come on help me preach tell somebody keep on digging keep on digging keep on digging I know you're tired I know you're worn out I know you're sick and tired but keep on digging cuz the race is not given to the swift or the strong but to him Keep on digging. Keep on digging. Keep on going. Keep showing up. Keep on believing. Because God will make a way. Keep on digging. Keep on digging. I know it's rough, but keep on digging. Because God has something for you. Keep digging. Yes! Keep on digging. Come on, help me close my sermon. Tell somebody, keep on digging. I know you're tired. Keep on digging. Because sooner or later, God will. Keep digging. Hey! Keep digging. That's all I came to tell you tonight, that people going to try to stop you. They going to try to block you. But whatever you do, don't stop digging because there's some wells with your name on it. Keep on digging. And don't get weary. And well done. Because you'll reap a harvest. If you keep digging, y'all, here it is. Y'all done messed my sermon up. Here it is. Everywhere they went, somebody tried to stop them. But instead of fussing and complaining, they kept on digging. They kept moving. And watch this. They finally got to a place with land where nobody would mess with them. A place where they can flourish. That watch this. 
why would you fuss with people who are pushing you to greater? Why would you waste time fighting people who are pushing you to the place, not where you want to be, but where God has destined for you to be? All you got to do is keep digging. All you got to do is keep digging. And when I say keep digging, keep praying. Keep showing up. Keep worshiping. Keep praising. Keep serving. Keep expecting God. And matter of fact, anybody expecting God to do something? No, anybody. Matter of fact, I only need to speak to the people who say I've been struggling, but I keep showing up because I believe that some way, somehow, God is going to turn it around. And you know what? I can't stop digging. I can't stop because I'm too close. I can't stop digging because I fought too hard. I've been through too much and I'm too close to give up now. Tell somebody, keep digging. Keep digging. Don't be discouraged. Keep digging. I don't know what ground you got to dig into, but you keep digging till you find what it is that God has for you. There's some wells with your name on it. There's some blessings in the midst of a famine, but you got to keep on digging. You got to keep going. You can't turn back. You can't lose your motivation. You can't get, you can't give up. You can't get discouraged. You got to keep on going. Whatever you do, keep digging. Keep digging. He made it to Rehoboth because he kept digging. I came tonight to talk to those who are tired. It seemed like your labor has been in vain. For some, it seemed like you've been wasting your time. Because every time you get close, a problem arises. Every time you make progress, something happens. And if we're honest, we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Because it seems like every time I get where I need to be, something or somebody mess it up. But God says to you, keep digging. Keep pushing. Keep believing. I got a feeling. Everything going to be all right. I wish I wasn't the only one felt that way tonight. Now, I got a feeling it's going to be all right. Come on, can y'all help me encourage somebody? Come on, encourage your neighbor. It's going to be all right. Tell them you're too close to give up now. If you was going to give up, you should have gave up a long time ago. Keep on pressing. Keep on pressing. Keep on pressing. Hold your head up. And when you get tired, you got to do what David said. Encourage yourself in the Lord. He dig in. That's simple. Two words. Keep digging. 
Walk around with your shovel and keep digging. When somebody asks, what are you doing? Just tell them, I'm looking for greater. And check this out. If you dig and the hole is empty, don't give up. You just one hole closer. Lord, have mercy. Every day you wake up, say, Lord, is this the day? And if God say no, say, I'm one day closer. But whatever you do, keep pressing. Keep showing up. Keep, matter of fact, I'm done. Y'all remember the story uh, of the young man who told his father, it was New Year's Day, he woke his father up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and he said, Daddy, um, uh, I, I, I want a bike for Christmas. And his father said, son, wait, wait a minute, it's New Year's Day, January 1st. And you said you want a bike for Christmas? He said, yeah, daddy. So the father said, okay, I'm going to get you a bike for Christmas. But do me a favor, don't wake me up at 6 o'clock in the morning no more. Y'all, the next day he went in the room and woke his daddy up. And his father said, didn't I tell you, uh, don't wake me up at 6 o'clock? He said, daddy, it's 6.05. And check this out, daddy. I just want to say thank you for my bike. He said, listen, son. It is, listen, it's January 2nd. I'm not getting the bike to Christmas. I know, Daddy, but I just want to say thank you for my bike. Next morning, he go in there, 6.15, y'all, and wake the father up. And he said, Daddy, I already know. Don't wake you up at 6. It's 6.15. But listen, I know you're not going to get it to Christmas, but I just want to say thank you for my bike. And he did that for three more days. The fifth day, he walked in there, and he said, Daddy, wake up. I just want to thank you for my bike. And the father said, well, since you keep thanking me now, let me just go get the bike early. I know I said I'm going to give it to you for Christmas, but since you acting like that, I'm going to give it to you early. Good day, Bethel, but somebody, God promised you a blessing, and I need somebody to thank him now because he might come early. Can anybody thank God for a blessing? Thank God for a healing. Thank God for your miracle. God, I just want to say thank you in advance. If my grandmother was here, she would say when praises go up, Blessings come down. Anybody need God to send some blessings down? Chloe, do me a favor. Send up some praise. Won't he do it? I said, won't God do it? Won't he make a way? Won't he do it? Ain't he all right? Say yes. Yes. Thank you. Eat. Keep. Keep digging. Keep on praising. Keep on worshiping. And God will make a way out of no way. Anybody got some faith who can thank God in advance? Yes. Yes, God. Thank you for my miracle. Thank you for my blessing. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for my children. Yes, God. Keep digging. Y'all forgive me. I need God to do something in my life. 
need a miracle in Baltimore. I need God to heal my mama tonight. I need a breakthrough tonight. I need him to When I dig, I got to throw some dirt out of my way. When I dig, I got to get some stuff behind me. I'm believing God. I'm done. I'm done. Pastor Jones, when I was a kid, my mother, she taught me, she said, listen, when you pray and ask God something, you always end the prayer by saying amen. Well, God, what, is, my, what does that mean? She says, when you say amen, that means it is so. And the last thing I want to say tonight is amen. <laughs> Matter of fact, I need somebody speaking over your problem. Amen. Speaking over your situation. Amen. It is so. It's already done. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God.